This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated. Tech Guide, episode 532. Hello and welcome to the show. Great to have your company once again. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, brace yourself. There are going to be even more sophisticated scams next year. Boost has launched international roaming for prepaid customers and we'll wrap up our 12 days of Christmas gift ideas. In the Tech Guide reviews, DJI has released the DJI Mini 3 drone. Apple has released a new collaboration app called Freeform and Grid Studio has unveiled its new framed original iPad frame. And we'll answer all of your tech questions in the Tech Guide Help Desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Now, the news is not good about scams in 2023. This is according to our great sponsor, Norton. They're a leading internet security brand who know a thing or two about internet threats and scams and have been creating software and tools to help customers like yourself stay safe online, to help prevent you from navigating towards a malicious website or uh, maybe avoid you, if you've clicked on a link in, a, in an email, avoid you going to a, a a malicious website where you could be perhaps uh, offering up your private information or financial details. They, the Norton has done a, has a written a report about what we can expect to see in twenty twenty three, and uh, the the current situation around the world. I'm talking rising cost of living, economic uncertainties. This is the perfect storm for scammers and cyber criminals to take advantage of vulnerable people. You think about it, a lot of people may struggle with their bills. They, they were looking for other ways of making money. They're trying to look for any possible way to help them through. And cyber criminals are going to lean heavily into that in 2023, according to Norton. They're saying that scammers will uh, exploit those opportunities. So, with, with us looking at perhaps government assistance and, and, and those sorts of services, expect those to be imitation, imitated in these scams. So here are what Norton predicts will be the top, the, their top predictions of what to expect in 2023. We've already mentioned vulnerable customers. They'll, so they'll, that means there'll be even more financial-based scams including assistance scams, which will attempt to fake government programs. Now, if you cast your mind back a couple of years ago at the start of the COVID pandemic and when JobKeeper was first announced, there was a spate of, of these scams where companies, where they were imitating companies offering assistance to their employees a lot of people were unaware that these were scams. They thought they were legit. 
They clicked on those links, gave up their personal details or financial information, and they were worse off than they started. So that that's kind of something that is a similar kind of setup that we can expect from cyber criminals in early 2023. Shopping scams also are going are going to rise, and the fake e-shops is another threat. So if uh, this is a classic shopping deal scam where uh, sites are promoting these low-cost products purely to steal your personal information, you think you're buying a bargain, but what they're doing is actually taking your name, address, credit card information. So the, the, it's the trifecta of information they're getting off you, the stealing possibly personal identifiable information as well as your financial details. And then you, of course, will never, ever receive that order. And and they're really savvy. They're clever in how they do this because the email, the, the link may come through an email. And what they even do is if you're doing a Google search, again, another reason to have internet security software, because if you're doing a search on whatever browser there, there are extensions to put on your browser to help prevent you from, from navigating to a malicious site. So... What they even do is SEO, which is search engine optimization. So if you're searching for a particular product, you'll come up in the search. It'll come up in the search with other legitimate sites. So you'll see it on Google and you'll think, okay, I'm going to have a look here. Wow, these are cheap prices. And if you don't have internet security software, you're going to be thinking that's that's a real site. And so you really need to be careful that that, that that doesn't uh, that you're not the victim of that as well. Romance scams also expected on the rise, and this is romance scams work where the people meet online. Cyber criminals see again emotionally vulnerable consumers targeted by cyber criminals. So I'm sure you've probably it starts off with just an innocent message, hello, how are you doing, or did do we know each other, something like that on WhatsApp or on on Instagram. And you're probably thinking, well, why is this person doing this? They're, it's the first step in trying to create this relationship. And what eventually happens is that the, the, they build up enough trust and you, you build up, you, you kind of get to like each other and, and grow, grow closer. And that's when they spring the, then start asking for money or gift cards, various things like that. So that's that's another, and Australians have lost tens of millions of dollars in romance scams, would you believe? Here's another worry too. Short-staffed companies are being targeted. So imagine a company short on staff with, a, with not enough staff to sort of run a proper IT department and to make sure their internet security is the best it can be. These are the vulnerable companies that will no doubt be on the hit list for a lot of cyber criminals. Now, here is another scary development as well. Cyber criminals now have access to pretty high-end technology, including artificial intelligence. And this is going to be a whole new ball game of scams where they have they've got AI at their fingertips. So it'll be it'll be to the point where they can imitate real people in real time deep fakes and all that to trick people into handing over their details or financial information. That is scary. So another one to keep an eye out for. Also data breaches, like cyber criminals have now found a 
a way around the multi-factor authentication technologies. Uh, and a lot of companies are continuing to use these weak authenticated practices, leaving customers wide open for data breaches. So the customer could be the weak link for a criminal to get into a system that they may happen to be a customer or a member of. They can use that as the as the backdoor to get into those systems and, and breach all that data. Okay, I've scared you enough, but what can we do? Norton not only have given us the the bad news, but also provided some hints on how to protect ourselves against these evolving threats that we're going to be seeing. The first one is, it's uh, and and I've been saying this from a lot as well. Don't react. Remain skeptical. Cyber criminals. They'll imitate companies and organizations or even people that you know in a bid for you to click on buttons, click on links without before you've had a chance to verify that it's real. So they create a situation where there is an urgency. They, they try to make you panic. It's classic is, oh, the tax department is uh, going to issue a warrant for your arrest if you don't do this and this, or uh, your your Amazon account's just been renewed for a full 12 months to the tune of $498, and others are, oh, your account's offline. If you don't react now, we're going to sh- shut it down. So the call to action is click here for us to restore your account. Click here for, you, for us to do this or that. So that urgency is typical of a scam where there's that call to action and time is a factor. So first thing you do is don't don't panic, don't react, check if it's real before you do anything. If if there if it is real, it's highly unlikely you'll get like a threatening scam like message. And the message if it is real will have personal information of yourself, your account number, all of that information as well. Next up is a it's a easy one. Manage your passwords. Now, a lot of people I know uh, have difficulty here because they use either a simple password or the same password across multiple accounts. Now's the time to consider a password manager. Just adds another layer of protection if you've got this 26-digit passcode. And the way to do that is with a password manager. And Norton, uh, they have the in Norton 360, they have a password manager. So not only are you getting internet security, you're also you've got a password manager as well that can create a unique password for every one of your online accounts and not only remember it, but also change it every few months as well, which is what we're supposed to do. So you're just asking for trouble if you've got the same one or two passwords across all your accounts, because guess what? A cyber criminal, if they crack one, they're going to use that exact same password to try to crack all your other accounts. So one down, all down in this situation. So make sure use a password manager uh, to have at least have different emails for all of your accounts. We spoke earlier about multi-factor authentication and how there are ways around it from everything from SIM hacking and all these other interception techniques. But what Norton encourages are using unfishable factors for your multi-factor authentication. In other words, biometrics. So rather than you waiting on a code on your phone, maybe you need to use your face ID or your, your fingerprint to complete the security check, to get the hardware security key 
So those those the ways to unencrypt your accounts, which is impossible for a cyber criminal to not only impossible for them to not only intercept it but also to imitate it. You can't imitate someone else's fingerprint or their face ID. Cannot happen. So expect to see more companies offering that type of added protection as well. And also to get protection, get privacy and security and identity protection. Norton 360 with LifeLock offers all of those. If They've even got a, a, a products that allow you to protect your identity with insurance up to $58,000 if you do happen to fall victim to identity theft and the tools to help regain your identity and get your life back in order. So it's good knowing it's kind of an insurance policy on your internet security. And not only that, but also all of the the social media accounts that you have. There's also social media monitoring. So if there's any suspicious activity on your social media accounts, there's dark web monitoring as well, which if your name and information appears on the dark web, you'll be alerted to know that you may have to change a password or change an account or something. At least you got a, uh, you're one step ahead of those cyber criminals. I didn't mean to scare all you guys with that, but this is the reality. I think we need to assume that every email we don't know who it's from or text message or call whose number we don't recognize, assume it's it'd be the safer thing to assume they're trying to rip you off. They're trying to scam you. So stay alert, be skeptical and follow those instructions. You should be okay. If you want to read more about those future threats, check it out at techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Well, international roaming is something we need when we're travelling overseas. And I get a lot of calls from readers and, and listeners and people asking, look, I'm travelling overseas. And for some, it's the first time they've travelled for a while. Uh, I want to take my phone. What do I do? Now, if you're a postpaid customer... That's not really an issue because all the major telcos, so Vodafone, uh, they've got the best one, $5 a day roaming. That's all, that's the only reason I'm on Vodafone is I travel so much. Five bucks a day lets me use my phone, my all my data allowances, all my call allowances and texts as if I'm in Australia for $5 a day, which is the best by a mile on the market. But you may be with Optus, you might be with Telstra, and they have roaming packs, 10 bucks, 20 bucks a day. You got a data limit, a certain number of call minutes, a certain number of text messages you can send. But what do you do if you're a prepaid customer, and in particular, a Boost Mobile customer? Well, the good news is Boost Mobile has just launched international roaming packs for prepaid customers. These packs will work in more than 40 countries around the world and have allowances of up to 5 gigabytes and 14-day expiry based on the pack you buy. So there's the small, medium, large. And what happens is, A, you need to be a Boost Mobile prepaid customer. You then need to sign up to one of the three packs either small, which is 20 bucks a month, that gets you a one gigabyte of data, expires in three days, so it might be a short trip, or uh, 15 minutes of calls and 15 texts. So all of that is the allowance. Uh, you, You can also top it up. If you're, say you're away for five days, you can buy the international small pack twice. So you can buy it once, buy it either overseas or buy two, just so they add up to six days and two gig of data. Uh, you can do that. You can buy more than one. If you want to, if you're staying, if if you want to stay a little bit longer, say you've got a seven day trip, 
then you'll need the medium plan, which is 30 bucks for that period, seven-day expiry, 30 minutes worth of calls, 30 texts. And again, if you're staying for 10 days, you might buy a, th- a medium and a small. So seven plus three equals 10. So you've got four gigabytes altogether, or you can just buy the same pack twice. And all the way up to the large pack, which is 40 bucks, that's got five gigabytes of data included, 14-day expiry, 60 minutes of calls, 60 texts. So you are still covered through the Boost Mobile prepaid network. If you're a prepaid customer, you're still able to connect and stay in touch with loved ones in Australia and uh, keep you in touch with the outside world, even if you are traveling. Now, the countries included, the whole list is on Tech Guide, by the way, but it does include all the popular spots, UK, USA, most of Southeast Asia and and other parts of Asia as well, uh, Europe, so we're talking all the popular spots, New Zealand, Indonesia, US, Fiji, India, Singapore, uh, Spain, Thailand, Italy, Japan. So the whole list is there. there are, I'd be very surprised if you're traveling to places where the, the list of countries isn't covered. So there are 40 strong list of countries there available for the international roaming packs. And as I said, you can buy more than one. You can buy multiple packs uh, and uh, at the same time, and they'll commence one after the other. So they won't be simultaneously, of course. And all of the, um, the you will also get notifications when you, you're hitting 50%, 85%, and 100% of your inclusions. So you're not going to be caught short. So if you, you might get a notification, you're 50% down, you might buy the next one. So it's ready to go as soon as that you exhaust that first one. So good news for travellers and travellers on prepaid Boost Mobile plans. Uh, all the details are at Tech Guide. So if you are planning a trip, you'll, you'll be one of more than 7 million trips in 2023, uh, which is what they're predicting. And uh, according to the International Bureau of Statistics, the most popular international destination planned for next year is New Zealand, would you believe? Followed by Indonesia, so Bali. Then uh, the UK, US, Fiji, India, and Singapore, and no, in that order, they're the top low destinations that uh, Australians are interested in visiting in 2023. And all of those countries, by the way, covered with Boost Mobile's new international roaming packs. If you want to find out more, you can see all the pricing. You can see that list of countries. All the details are at techguide.com.au. Now, we are getting to the end of our 12 days of Christmas gift ideas. Today's Monday. I've just published day 11. So tomorrow, Tuesday, December 20, you will have the the last, the 12th and final day, which is computers. Day 11 was appliances. But I'm going to go back to all the way back to day eight and work forward. Day eight were the smart IoT devices. I may have touched on these already. Uh, basically, Smart uh, wireless security wireless security cameras, very popular. Arlo Pro 4 is worth a look. Uh, the Excel Smart Life, these are plugs and light switches with built-in intelligence. They're from Legrand as well. Uh, Amazon Alexa Echo Dot Clocks uh, Dot with Clock, popular one. Arlo Doorbell is definitely worth a look also if you're looking to move into that smart space. And the Amazon Fire TV Cube, again, another popular product to be able to watch all your streaming services on any TV. 
Moving forward, we did touch on in-car products and mainly dash cams, uh, for, you know, let out by the Navman MyView 900DC. That's a front and rear camera system. So I think having having two cameras front and back gives you much better coverage naturally and also covers you from the popular nose-to-tail accident. That's the most popular accident in Australia. Most road accidents are nose-to-tail so without a rear camera, if someone hits you up the rear end there, you don't have any footage. But if you do have a rear camera, of course, problem solved. Uh, there's also the Uniden dash cam as well, the Dash View 50R. This is, uh, that's a slightly more expensive. That's 499 bucks. It is a pretty sleek system, very discreet, can fit in front of your rear view mirror. Even the rear camera can be, uh, can be pretty discreet as well. Definitely worth a look. I've included this year, in the in-car and car-related products, the MG Electric Vehicle Charging Hub. So if you're if you're thinking of buying an EV in the next year or two, this is not nineteen hundred and ninety bucks, but this is a Type Two charger that you can choose from the seven kilowatt single phase or the eleven kilowatt three phase configuration. So this is. Uh, able to be fitted in your home. So no matter what electric car you buy, this will work to charge even Teslas, every type of uh, EV. Uh, This is a type two charger. So you're able to charge your car in the driveway, which is, I think, uh, gives EV drivers a bit of peace of mind knowing that at the very least they're going to charge in their own driveway. This is also slightly faster, way faster than just plugging your car into a power point. This has got 7 kilowatt and 11 kilowatt output. So uh, this this does get the job done a lot faster. Uh, moving along, I also we also covered the uh, TVs and TV accessories and various things like that. So TVs, that's a product, probably a present you'd buy yourself, I'd say. And we, we've had a look at the Samsung Neo QLED 8K TVs, the LG Evo OLED Gallery Edition as well. Uh, TCL's new mini LED TV, Hisense's ULED mini LED TV. These are all on Tech Guide. The Fetch Mighty box as well, the Gen 4 box, which is brilliant. I use this in my main theater. I've got a smaller mini that talks to the main box. So if I download movies, I can even stream free-to-air TV from the Mighty to the mini upstairs where I don't have an aerial it can pipe that free-to-air upstairs as well. And you can access services like Netflix, Stan, Disney+, Plus, Prime Video, Paramount+, BritBox, all in one place, so all in the box, as well as record your programs too if you are recording free-to-air. Definitely worth a look. There's also some some interesting uh, 4K box sets as well, in particular the Top Gun Maverick Collector's Edition, $199.00. You get the original Top Gun on 4K, Top Gun Maverick on 4K, plus you get all these cool accessories like little postcards, dog tags, stickers and patches and all those things. If you're a real Top Gun fan, this is a collector's edition worth looking at. It's the Steelbook Superfan Collectors Collectors Edition. So they're in the Steelbook cases, which I know are very popular among collectors like myself. Now, moving forward, uh, the last, the second to last day, which is today, is appliances. And dominant here are robot vacuum cleaners, in particular the 360 Botslab P7. This is under 500 bucks and available exclusively from Godfrey's. I've written about it as well. So there's a link to my story 
So for under 500, you're getting a pretty good quality vacuum and mop in one. A few years ago, that's well over 1200 bucks you, you, to get both of those. Uh, there's the Dyson, uh, the Gen 5 Detect Vacuum. There's the LG Cord Zero All-in-One. Ecovacs, naturally, they're a very popular brand, one of the top robot vacuum brands also in the market, as is the Roborock S7 Max V Ultra. Now, this is a proper cleaning station. It's got can can get rid of the dirty water, add clean water, get rid of the debris, empty the dustbin. Uh, it's a set-and-forget system that really works well in your home. I've also included the, some Panasonic shavers, if you are interested in gifting that for someone or for yourself, and the Oral-B electric toothbrush. This is 299 and I, 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 this is the toothbrush I use. This is a pretty good product. It really does get in there and clean your teeth way better than just manual brushing. This really does, uh, has heaps of RPMs, really does move that brush head, allows you to even pair the brush to your phone so you can gamify your brushing. It'll tell you how long you need to brush, all of those things tell you where you need to concentrate, tells you if you're pressing too hard as well, and with a redesigned brush head also really gets in and cleans like no other, no other manual brush does, put it that way. So that's kind of rounding it out. The last day, you'll have to tune into Tech Guide tomorrow, Tuesday, or today. You could be listening to this on Tuesday. And the the 12th and final day is all about computers. So mainly laptops and computer accessories and various things like that. That's a, uh, We're going to go out with a bang. So that'll be the 12th day of our Tech Guide gift ideas. So that's, uh, that's a wrap for this year's 12 Days of Christmas Gift Ideas. You can also, of course, look back at all the way back to day one, which was cameras and smartphones was day two. So there's everything there to link you back to see the full days, all those categories, so you can find something nice for yourself or perhaps for a loved one. There's still time to get to the shops and to buy these products, so well worth checking that out. You can see that all at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. If your home demands superior Wi-Fi, treat it with a masterpiece in connectivity. Bring your Wi-Fi up to speed with Orbi Wi-Fi 6E from Netgear. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is the first and only Wi-Fi 6 quad-band whole home mesh system opening an exclusive all-new 6 gigahertz superhighway that's fine-tuned to deliver unprecedented Wi-Fi speeds and smoother streaming simultaneously across the smart homes of today and tomorrow. It's Wi-Fi perfectly engineered. Wi-Fi 6E, the fastest Wi-Fi ever. Find out more at netgear.com.au best Wi-Fi. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. Kicking off the review section of the podcast is a new drone from DJI. This is the Mini 3, not to be confused with a drone we reviewed a few months ago called the Mini 3 Pro. So this is a cheaper version of the Mini 3 Pro. So camera slightly uh, less, slightly inferior to the Pro. The, the Mini 3 Pro was able to shoot 4K at 60 frames a second, had better resolution on still photos, heaps of other features for low light and all of that. You don't quite get all of those in this in the Mini 3, but what you do get is its, its same compact and small and light design. 
Now, the Mini 3 is a sub 250 gram camera drone. In fact, it weighs just 249 grams. Now, that is a very important figure. 250 grams and above, you need to register the drone. And it also is prohibited from flying within 5.5 kilometers of a controlled airspace like an airport. Well, at 249 grams, and this is according to the Civil Aviation Safety Authority, you can fly within 5.5 kilometers of a controlled airspace. You still can't go above 120 meters. You still have to stay 30 meters away from buildings and people. So this is a remarkable new addition to the range. And, and having, having that, that, light, that light design and the light, uh, the, the, the build and the compact build means you can take it anywhere. I, I recently took the Mini 3 Pro to Hawaii with me. So what I was able to do is to pack the drone in my, in my check-in luggage, but I had to carry the batteries in my carry-on luggage. And you know what? It was small enough to carry all of it together. I just decided to just chuck the drone in my check-in bag and keep the batteries in my carry-on. There were three batteries. I had the Fly More combo. So I was able to uh, put the to be able to fit that in my carry-on and leave the drone in the check-in bag. But when I got there, I was able to, uh, and this this drone fits when folded in the palm of your hand. It is really small, really light, really easy to take anywhere. So oh, here's me flying it up and down Waikiki, uh, Waikiki Beach. I did also take it around the island. We visited a few different places. We, we hired a car and I flew it around Kailua Ranch and a few different beaches and sites. So it is. It, this is the typical uh, reason why a customer would buy this drone. But also, too, it's great for a first-time flyer. This is small and light and not as intimidating as the larger, more sophisticated drones. It has things like auto takeoff, return to home. So if you are a first-time flyer, you can still get up off the ground, still film in 4K up to 30 frames per second, up to 48 megapixel stills as well. This also does include the feature called true vertical shooting, which means the camera in its default mode, it shoots in landscape, so widescreen. But it does have the true vertical shooting, which flips the camera vertical so you can shoot in portrait mode video and photographs. And what does that mean? Hello, content for TikTok, content for Instagram Reels. It's built to do that and you can be sharing that within minutes. You can wirelessly transfer the footage from the memory card aboard the drone and be sharing this cracking footage and photographs from your Mini 3 drone. So again, another feature that was had to be in there in this entry-level drone and uh, you, you'll be really surprised with the results. 4K at up to 30 frames per second in high dynamic range. It has a uh, great image resolution, really nice depth of field, lower image noise as well. So it does uh, have uh, the 4-in-1 pixel technology, so you can get between 12 and 48 megapixel resolution as well. does come with the intelligent flight battery, so you can fly up to 38 minutes on a single charge. There's also the intelligent flight battery plus 
which is worth investing in because it gives you up to 51 minutes of fly time as well. And you know what? What I love about the drones is the pre-programmed flight and filming paths. This is called quick shots. So you can film a droney. That's where the aircraft, the drone flies back and up away from the camera. So you can see you and then it suddenly reveals where you are. There's the helix that uh, flies up and spirals around around your subject. So you might lock onto a, a build, a person or a, an object or yourself. Uh, rocket also flies up with the camera facing down, also creates some good effects. Circle, which uh, goes around in a circle. Boomerang also flies around in an oval path, ascending as it flies away and then descending as it returns. If you're in a really beautiful location, using those quick shots – is, is just a dramatic way to, to reveal where you are and you get this jaw-dropping footage. It is remarkable. The, the, DJI, the, the DJI Mini 3, it starts at $699. So that comes just, that's just for the drone. So you might have a remote controller already and, and char, a charger for it as well. That's just the drone and one battery. If you want to include a remote control, that's $829. So that's the N1 remote controller where you've got to add your phone to, to act as your screen. If you decide to pay $1,019, you not only get the, the DJI Mini 3 drone, but the DJI RC remote controller with the built-in screen, which is worth that extra cash. Or you can get the Fly More combo, which gets you the N1 remote controller without the screen shoulder bag, two-way charging hub, two extra batteries uh, plus, say plus batteries, or you can go the Fly More Combo Plus that gets you the drone, the remote controller with the screen, shoulder bag, two-way charging hub, and two extra intelligent flight batteries plus. So you do get the, the Fly More Combo, you get the plus batteries on board. Definitely go the Fly More Combo, worth the extra spend. It, 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 you will not regret it at all. If you want to see our story about the DJI Mini 3, see what it looks like and also see their stats and all those prices too, definitely worth checking out. If you want to check it out, it's at techguide.com.au. Now, Apple's been at work. They've launched a brand new free app. Anyone will notice if you've updated to iPhone uh, to iOS 16.2 or iPadOS 16.2, you'll notice this other little icon on your screen. And that icon is the new free form app. This is what they call a brainstorming app. So it's like a mind map. It's like a digital whiteboard that you can share with other people. So you're able to flesh out plans and ideas on your phone, on your iPad and your Mac, and also be collaborating with others in real time. So you've got this flexible canvas where you can sketch ideas and comments on, a, on, a, on a, what they call a board. So the board has no borders, no limits inside a page. It can just grow to be this massive document. And it's possible to add files uh, that come with previews. So you can add audio files, web, web links, all of these things, uh, video as well, onto the board. So you can then initiate FaceTime calls to all your collaborators so you can see in one place 
this digital whiteboard that I mentioned. So you can be seeing in real time. If you're on an iPad, you can use your Apple Pencil to sketch things and write things. If you're on an iPhone, you can use your finger to write on the screen as well. If you're on a Mac, you're going to have to use your mouse. But uh, it is designed to go across platform. It's based in iCloud. So if you're, say, starting a board on your iPhone and then decide to pick it up on your iPad or your Mac, it's right there, ready to go, and everything changing in real time. If you're talking with someone or collaborating with someone else, you're able to do that. You're also able to work on the, the best example of a, say, like a PDF. Say you're both working on a, on a building project. So you can have like the floor plan on the board and you're able to then write notes and, and circle things that you have to remember or you could maybe a group of you organizing a holiday. So you might not all be in the same city so you can all jump onto Freeform and then all write your ideas, your wish list of countries, put a little clip here or hey, okay, this is a good link, this is a good nice hotel we can stay at or here's a video of this beautiful part of Southern Italy we want to visit, check that out as well. And that all exists in this board. And because it's based in iCloud, uh, you can see it on other devices and your friends uh, are able to see it in real time as well. Uh, so you can easily collaborate, create things, work on things, plan things. It's just that that digital whiteboard that's now native to your iPhone free. You'll find it on there. It, as soon as you update to 16.2 on your iPad and iPhone, you will see that new little app right there. So it's pretty handy, this one. I, I quite like this. So uh, you, you can you can collaborate really easily. Uh, you can have uh, automatic invitations to the board and uh, you can FaceTime straight out of the board, straight out of the Freeform app as well. Up to 100 people can collaborate as well. So uh, on the on the same board, 100 people, that's pretty, that's pretty massive. So it is a huge shared space for creativity and everything from working on a group project or, as I said, planning a holiday with your mates or whatever you want to do. Freeform is the way to go. If you want to see it for yourself, you can see it at techguide.com.au. Now, I've spoken in uh, the past about Grid Studio. This is a company that takes old tech like iPhones, pulls it apart, places it on a map and uh, on a mat, I should say, and frames it. And the mat is labels all the different parts and everything that's going on. And it's, it's framed beautifully. I've got every iPhone that's been released through Grid Studio and I've just got my hands on their brand new release, which is the first generation iPad. Now, Traditionally, the iPhones are a bit smaller. The frames are smaller. Uh, with the iPad, though, it's twice the size of a Grid Studio iPhone frame because it's a larger device, right? So you've got to remember they had like a 9.6-inch screen for the first, the first generation, which makes the frame 69 centimetres long, 45 centimetres wide, and 4.7 centimetres thick. So uh, on the mat itself, now you'll see the screen, the front screen, you'll see the motherboard, the volume buttons, the light sensor, all that's been exploded. So it's been taken apart and every part is then, there's a mat with all the labels and that actual part is then glued onto that mat. And it's beautiful. There's really nice piece of art that you can buy. Now, this is significant to me, the first generation iPad, because I was actually there. 
I was in the audience in San Francisco in January 2010 when then CEO, now late Steve Jobs, presented this to the world. And that was already, geez, that's, that's going to be 13 years ago in a few weeks. And included in the story that I wrote about it is a photo of me holding the original iPad back in 2010. And that was when I was still working for the Daily Telegraph. I was there with their tech, uh, one of their technology writers. And I was the editor of the, of the Sydney version of the tech lift out. And that was a, a whole year before I did start uh, Tech Guide uh, in early 2012. But that was in early 2011, I should say. That was the time when we first saw this this device and it's gone on, as you know, to bigger and better things. In fact, only a few months ago, we were talking on this very show about the 10th generation iPad, which now has a complete redesign, no home button, much thinner bezels. So the, having this museum piece framed from Grid Studio is a really nice keepsake. So if you're into your tech it's a really nostalgic thing to have. I'm sure you guys all remember the old iPhones you used to have. You can buy all those on Grid Studio too. All the poor, I've even got the original iPod. I've got the original Game Boy as well. If anyone who watches me on Sky News, whenever I do a, a cross for Sky News, over my left shoulder, so on the right side of the screen for you, you'll see the original iPhone, which has been available as well, the Grid 1 they call that, and the original Game Boy, are, uh, you can see that on the screen as well. So that's part of my background whenever I'm on TV. But yeah, Grid Studio have been doing some great work. They're based over in China, so uh, you need to get in early to be able to get this sort of product as well. I understand they're going to have some uh, later in the year. I'm talking the next week or so, they're going to drop another 100 units here, or they may be doing it in batches of 20, then it's not quite clear. But stay tuned, register your interest for this too. You can go to gridstudio.cc and the link is on Tech Guide, and you can receive an email when they're about to go on sale again. So if you want to, you want to buy one for yourself. Now they're usually priced at seven hundred and forty-three dollars, but it's currently down to five hundred and ninety-four. Whether that special price stays for the next batch, we'll, we won't know. But I'm pretty sure it's in the next week or two you'll be able to get your hand on the latest, the latest batch of the Grid Studio first generation iPad. A really beautiful keepsake to have on your wall. I've got plenty of them. And as I said, you can see them whenever I'm on TV as well over my shoulder. If you want to find out more about the Grid Studio first generation iPad frame, you can see it at techguide.com.au. You're listening to Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. The festive season is here, so make sure you're protecting your personal information. The rise in data breaches and cybercrime means you can be at higher risk of having your personal information stolen and sold on the dark web, potentially leading to identity theft. This could mean lost money, time and effort on your part. It's time to have a plan. Introducing Norton Identity Advisor. It comes with dedicated restoration support in case of identity theft, as well as dark web and social media monitoring. With Norton Identity Advisor, you have access to the, the dedicated restoration specialists to help you address your identity theft fraud and recommend a plan to help resolve it and help you get your identity restored. Norton also has monitor, monitoring the dark web for your personal information and they'll notify you 
if discovered. Social media monitoring also means that you're alerted for any potential account takeovers and suspicious spam. Peace of mind with your identity starts right here. Norton Identity Advisor is available at Officeworks, Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi, and online at au.norton.com. All your tech questions answered. This is the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk brought to you by our good friends at Belkin, belkin.com forward slash au. If there's any accessories you need, GAN chargers, charger for your phone, chargers for your computers, MagSafe products, cables, portable batteries, you name it, Belkin has got it. Check them out, belkin.com forward slash au. A question I get asked so often is, what's a good phone for old people? For my grandmother, she she just wants a simple phone. My granddad doesn't want anything smart. And I always recommend the same phone. I recommend the Aspera F42. So this is a flip phone with nice big numerical keypad on the bottom half, touchscreen on top, 4G compatible. So it is small. It's compact. It has a front screen. So when you're getting a call, you can open it up. It's got a 2.8-inch display, big letters and and numbers on the bottom keypad. So you're able to do simple things like talk and text. This is for someone who doesn't really care about using apps and and using whole screens to watch content and various things like that. It does uh, give that sort of peace of mind. I do see that Aspera now has an F46 model as well. The F42 is $99, available at places like Harvey Norman, Big W. The Aspera F46, that's now $119. That comes with a charging stand, has an SOS button on the back as well. So it has all those features that make it friendly for older users. Also, it's compatible with 4G and 3G still. has a 1,000 milliamp hour battery, FM radio built in, and it's also hearing aid compatible. So a, a lot of customers do want to be able to uh, connect their hearing aid via Bluetooth to their phones. You can do that to iPhones as well. You can also do this to the Aspera for phone. So if you are looking at a, at a ch- simple phone, cheap phone, but for someone who wants to stay in touch without having to bother learning all that other stuff, then the Asperas are definitely worth looking at. That is our show for this week and also our last for the year. Your support this year has been amazing. We really appreciate you listening through. Uh, If you need to find out about anything more that we've spoken about on this show, you can find it at techguide.com.au or send us an email, info at techguide.com.au. We want to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that keeps you and your family safe online. They've been a great support this year, so please support the great sponsors who support the Tech Guide podcast. Thank you once again for listening. Merry Christmas to you all. We'll be back with our next show in early 2023. So until then, stay safe and stay connected. 